Welcome to another episode of American Nightmare Podcast. This is episode 61, recorded April 25th, 2023. Woohoo! Hey, uh, I know the uh, West Coast time is different, but the date, I think, is the 26th today. Oh, shit, that's right. It's the 26th. <laughs> Damn it! You're a few hours behind us, but not a day. You know what it is? I was typing, uh, typing matter. up my notes and shit, and, uh, and I forgot matter. to change the date on. Yeah, that. I know. Doesn't matter. Nobody knows when we fucking recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow, episode sixty-one. Holy crap! I'm getting up there. Yeah. All right, well, let's get started with some horror news. First of all, the story that I love. The 1986 film Trick or Treat is coming to 4K Ultra HD. Woohoo! Yeah! Yeah, I saw that. That's what I watched that like three weeks ago, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm super excited because I have basically what was amounts to a VHS rip turned into digital. Oh, man, that's going to be terrible. Oh, my God, it's terrible. It is horrible, horrible. But this is great news. I saw it on on uh, Twitter, and I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. This is awesome. I think I've only uh, ever seen it once, like, way back in the day. Like, I don't think I've ever seen it since, like, I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, when it came, I remember when it came out and renting it on VHS and thinking, wow, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne, Gene Simmons from Kiss, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but this is really great. Um, we don't know what the, the date that it's going to come out, and we're not sure what the packaging would look like, but on the on Twitter, it said, uh, we couldn't be more excited for what's in store for this release. It's going to be one hell of a package. And then it says, no false metal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Stay tuned for more. So later this year, that'll be out. I'm very excited for that. Um, Craven the Hunter has an R rating for blood and violence. <laughs> Uh, I'm not that excited for this because Spider-Man's not in it, and what the what the fuck is the point of Craven without Spider-Man? Yeah, um, yeah. Who's going to fight him? The police? The apparently the Rhino. The Rhino is going to be in it. Were they fighting uh, over turf? Or I have no idea. Uh, my understanding is that they did premiere a uh, a uh, trailer or or a or a uh, uh, like a sneak peek thing. Um, at a film conference recently, hmm. um, Aaron Taylor Johnson um, said that the project is a Marvel movie grounded heavily in real world. Uh, we know that Craven is a fierce hunter, a highly trained killer. And the internet, he says, he's going to give the answer to the internet's biggest question whether or not the film would receive an R rating. He says, fuck yeah, it will receive an R rating. Nice. And then there was a huge applause. <laughs> but it's still probably not going to be good. It's still going to. I mean, come on. Morbius? Let's, come on. It's Morbin time. Next it'll be <laughs> it's Craven time. <laughs> I'm craving a better movie. <laughs> Netflix surprised everybody with a trailer for season three of The Witcher. This is Henry Cavill's final monster slaying adventure as The Witcher. It's going to be broken down into two parts and released later this year. Oh, he's not. Uh, I thought he I, I didn't realize he was still in uh, season three. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's cool. He did a film season three last year. Oh, all right. Cool. Um, I believe he had an injury or something that postponed it for a while. Uh, but he's he's going to be uh, in this season three, and then oh, he's sweet. gone after that. Did you guys watch the yeah. spinoff or no? No, I heard I it was bad. I heard it was bad. It was. Yeah, and the reason why Henry Cavill left is because it's not sticking to the books. Henry Cavill is a mega fan of the books and the video games, and he was upset at the direction it was taking, and he basically told Netflix, look, if this is not going to follow the book like it should be, I'm out of here. And that's the end of it. He's out of there. I don't know much about the books. I played a couple of the games, but uh, I, I enjoyed the first two seasons. Yeah. yeah. It must be nice to turn away money, huh? Yeah, right. Right. Uh, well, I look at it this way. If I had $10 million, I would never work another day in my life. I could make $10 million last the rest of my life. Yeah. Why couldn't you? You think he has Probably. $10 million? <laughs> he, has, he has well more than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, HBO Max is working on a drama series of The Conjuring. Ooh. According to Deadline, the series will continue the story established in feature films. James Wan, who directed both The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2, is also in talks to be the executive producer for the show. There's currently seven films in The Conjuring universe. Yeah. You have The Conjuring, Annabelle, Conjuring 2, Annabelle 2, Annabelle Creation, The Nun, Annabelle Comes Home, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, And collectively. The Nun 2 is coming out, too. That's correct. And collectively. They've grossed over $2 billion worldwide uh, with this uh, um, storyline. The next installment is The Nun 2 is going to be released in September 8th. And they've also, as part of this, announced the official title for the upcoming Conjuring film called The Last Rites. This will be the fourth Conjuring film. Hopefully it's better than the last one. Yeah, hopefully. That last one was not that great. No, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good either. Yeah. Uh, we, we spoke a couple months ago that they are working on a HBO Max series, or sh- should we call it Max because it's getting rebranded as Max. Yeah. So they are working on a Max series called Welcome to Dairy. That is a prequel to um, the, um, the It story franchise from Stephen King. Uh, Deadline says that uh, Welcome to Dairy is now... Uh, hired on Madeline Stowe and Steven Ryder to join the prequel series. Hmm. Um, the prequel is going to be direct uh, put together by uh, New Line Productions based on the Stephen King franchise, It. Stowe will have a recurring guest role, and Ryder will be a series regular. Their parts are being kept under wraps, so we really don't know exactly what they're playing uh, in this universe, uh, but we do know that is... Uh, kind of laid out in part of uh, the storyline that Angie Muschietti put together for It, Chapter 1 and Chapter 2. Is, uh, do we know, is Peter Skarsgård reapprising the role of Pennywise? Or? That, we, that we don't know. Uh, I haven't heard any solid information on that. There have been some rumors that he was in talks to do so, uh, but those talks may have fallen through because mm. he's got some other projects going on. Yeah, I don't know I for sure. something where they asked him and he said he wasn't doing it. Yeah, I think that's because he was still in talks. I think he couldn't yeah. say yes or no at that point. But it's, it's likely be, that because of all the other stuff he's going to be working on that he may not be available for. It's it, going to be know. tough for me to get on board with without him as Pennywise, especially since it's so close to the other to the movies. Yeah. You know, yeah. like 
if it was like 15 years down the road, I'd be like, yeah, okay, they got someone else to play them. But, but right. it's so close that I'm like, man, it's a, mm, I don't know. Well, according to Deadline, Andy Muschietti is going to be directing the first episode and perhaps the second um, okay. episode of the series. So yeah, Andy Muschietti... About whoever gets the role that they should take it as, as their own and not try to like mimic what he did. That was Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Andy Muschietti, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, he directed the Flash movie that's coming out, and so far the trailer that they released yesterday for that blew my mind. I thought Andy the trailer looked pretty is, good. Yeah, Andy Muschietti is turning out to be quite it's the nice director. It's nice to see Michael Keaton as Batman, too. Dude, it looks like he's got a major role in that. Like, it's yeah. not just a cameo. It's like a big role in that movie. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, all the action scenes were Batman fighting another Flash. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, on Twitter, um, the Mortal Kombat 2 producer says filming begins in June. Nice. Uh, he posted an article um, that the filming was going to begin in Australia in June, and he put a comment, I was wondering why I had an appointment in Australia. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I wonder who's so, going to get to play Johnny Cage. You know, it's funny because it's been a while since that first movie, I was wondering if they were even going to do it at this point. Yeah. HBO Max makes a lot of dumb fucking decisions. That was a good movie. Uh, I liked it. It was very good. I was, I was very uh, thoroughly entertained by it. Yeah. Um, Eli Roth uh, posted on Facebook celebrating his birthday on the set of Thanksgiving. Shared a picture of the cast. Very interesting. Nice. With a comment, it says, no better way to celebrate my birthday than directing thanks at Thanksgiving movie with such a dream cast. Also made some new friends at yoga. Thank you all for the kind wishes and post. So excited to show you all what's been cooking with a little birthday cake, a knife, and a turkey icon emoji. Sweet. Evil Dead Rise director says they use 1,700 gallons of blood to make the family drama covered in gore. I wanted blood to be a character, he says, according to Variety magazine. Nice. They use That's a lot six, of blood. Yeah, 6,500 liters or 1,717 gallons of blood in the movie, he said. It's the real sticky, cooked movie blood. And we had to hire out an industrial kitchen to cook the blood and make it and keep it fresh. <laughs> That's cool. The characters spent most of their time covered in this blood, and it, there was a lot of management of liquid in this movie. I wanted the blood to be a character, so it was important to get the viscosity to look just right. Wow. All right, uh, that is all that I have for news. You guys got anything? Uh, no, I actually don't uh, don't have anything. Yeah, there wasn't a lot out there. I mean, uh, a lot of the stories I was reading were all kind of repeats of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I did see that uh, the new Scream movie is on Paramount+, Plus, so I may watch that later on tonight. Haven't seen it yet. Yes, and I did see that... Uh, um, I, 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 because of uh, the um, IndyCar races here in Long Beach mm-hmm. um, uh, two weekends ago, I... I I didn't want to pay $200 to get a seat at the grandstand, and it was $80 to get in and not have a seat. Uh, but I wanted to see the race because last year's race was so good, and, and um, the guy that came in second place 
didn't even finish the last two races this season. He he wrecked his car, and mm. I was wondering how he would do. So I went and I got um, um, the Peacock service to get NBC Sports for $4 a month, just for one month, so I could watch the fucking race for $4 instead of paying $80. Yeah. Uh, but while I had it this month, and I canceled it already, but while I had it, Cocaine Bear was on there. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I watched Cocaine Bear, and that movie was fucking hilarious. It was fucking really gory good. as hell, but it was really funny. Nice. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. So it's on Peacock, huh? Yeah. Hmm. hmm. All right. We got uh, next, we got the five great horror flicks to watch on a streaming service. Chris, what do you got? Okay. So uh, this month we're going to do five horror movies to watch on Netflix. Nice. Um, so uh, th- this is in no particular order. These are just good movies that you may have seen, you may not have seen. Um, five that you should check out on Netflix. Number five is the Thing prequel, the 2011 The Thing. You know, a lot of people bitch about that one. I really like that movie. I thought yeah. it was good. I Especially the once they revealed that it was a prequel and not trying to remake the original. Right. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought the effects were great. I thought, you know... They, they kept it similar, but slightly different than the original. Um, thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, number four is Viking Wolf. Uh, it's a good uh, Norwegian vi- uh, werewolf movie that came out, like, last year. I'm going to write um, that one down. I have to check that one out. Yeah. it's. Um, I haven't seen a good werewolf movie in a while, and uh, this one was really good. Like I said, it's, it's Norwegian, but um, it's, uh, it's slow moving, so it's not hard to follow along. Uh, number three, there's someone inside your house, which I think is a Netflix original. That came out um, last year. It's a teen, it's a teen horror. I watched um, it. What's that? I watched it. It was good. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good one. I think it was. It was last year, right? Or was it two years ago? It was last year. Last year, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two, we also. Have, we might have reviewed that one too, by the way. Oh, did we? Maybe. What was it called? There's someone inside your house. I thought maybe no. I picked that one. All right. No, that we didn't. Uh, number two, also a Netflix original, and we discussed this once before, but I don't know if it was on the list, was Day Shift. The, yeah, uh, that the was Jamie a good one. Fox, uh, Vampire Hunter oh, uh, yeah. movie. That was good. It was, it was a fun movie. My favorite thing about that is that um, a whole uh, they teamed up with Netflix and made a whole bunch of cannabis products here in California oh, that fun. were Day Shift branded. It was pretty oh, cool. Oh, really? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I might even have one. Blood orange. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah. Was that a freebie? Nah, it was 15 bucks, I think. Oh, okay. But blood orange, yeah. Uh, But yeah, that was good. That was a good, like, horror comedy kind of. It was very funny. Uh, I think think, uh, uh, Snoop Dogg's part was pretty hilarious. Snoop Dogg was funny, yeah. 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 And uh, number one, uh, well, not number one, but just the last one that I have for you. It could be number one if you want it to be, is Psycho. The original Psycho is, is currently on Netflix. Dude, I love the original Psycho. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sure everyone that listened to this has probably seen it before. But, uh, you know, this is one of those Definitely ones. Definitely worth watch. watching. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Cool. Hey, I think I mentioned to you guys, like, I used to like Tubi because it had decent movies on it, but I found out it's owned by Fox Entertainment. Yeah, I saw that. And it sucks because I just got into Tubi, and there's some good shit on it. (laughs) Well, I switched over to Freebie. Freebie is owned by Amazon, Okay. and Freebie has all kinds of free films on it. It's pretty cool. 
Does it have? All right, I liked it because it had tons and tons and tons of good horror movies. Yeah, it had good documentaries too. Fox. Yeah, Fox. Bad taste in my mouth. Fox. I got you. I got you. So that, yeah, that's it. Well, the Northman is on uh, Amazon Prime too. It's I mean it's sort of sort of a horror. I don't know if you guys watched it, but. I haven't, I haven't yet. It's on yet. my list, though. It Put is it on my list. Yeah, it's, it's a good flick. Nice. All right. Now we are going to do the top five. And the top five this month is... This was a good pick. Top five Ghost House Pictures films. Any film produced by Ghost House Pictures, which happens to be Sam Raimi's production company. Uh, and there's a plethora of good films in that production list. So we we'll figure we pick our top five. This month it is Chris, Craig, Sal. All right, yes. yeah, like you said, like I was, I was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, I, I was, re- I was surprised when I when I looked back and saw how many like films were made by Ghost House Films. So my number five is Drag Me to Hell. Uh, it's been on several of my lists. Oh yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a great film. Um, Sam Raimi doing what he does. My number four is Don't Breathe. Which I uh, came out of nowhere and surprised me how good that film was. Yeah, that was pretty. You know, good. I, it, tur- it was like a, a heist film that like turned into a pretty brutal horror. Yeah. Good movie. My number three, Thirty Days of Night. I think that's also been on some uh, some of our lists here and there. Um, the uh, ultraviolet vampire movie. Uh, my number two. And we'll be talking about this movie a bit later. Is uh, Evil Dead Rise is my my number two on the film. I won't say a whole lot about it because um, and so it was weird because between my number one and my number two, I went back and forth and I was trying to decide things I liked about each and things that I didn't like. And so my number one is the Evil Dead remake from 2013. Nice. Um, and I know it got a lot of slack when it when it first came out. Um, but I, I thought it was, I mean, it was a great horror movie on its own, whether it had not been an Evil Dead movie or, or not. Um, it, I thought it was, a, it, was a, it was a great movie. Nice. Very good. All right, Craig, your turn. Okay. Uh, number five, I went with Don't Breathe. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. That was a surprise. The sequel I wasn't too bad either. The ending was good. That's what I liked about the movie the best, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, number four, I went with the Evil Dead remake from 2013. All right, all right. Uh, my number three was Drag Me to Hell. Uh, number two, I went with 30 Days of Night. And There you uh, go. Number one, I went with the Evil Dead Rise movie. Sweet. And I saw on the list, uh, I saw The Messengers. I'll do that as honorable mentions. Uh-huh. That was a good movie. And there was a movie on, on in some of the, the sites. Uh, it's called The Unholy. It looked pretty good. I've never seen it. I don't know if I've seen has, that either. Uh, what was the guy's name? Deegan from The Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Negan. the guy's name? Michael Negan, Dean, yeah. Negan. Michael Dean. Negan. Yeah, Negan. Michael Dean something or other, I think. Right? But he's in that movie. And yeah. I watched a trailer on it, and I was like, it looks pretty good. So I think I'm going to try to find that. Try to find that movie somewhere. It's called The Unholy. It's also a, the Unholy. a ghost house picture. Yeah. Nice. 
All right. Awesome. Now, my top five ghost house pictures movies. My number five, The Grudge. Oh, okay, you yeah, know that's Grudge. A good one. Huh? That's a good one. Yep. I grudge. grudge. I didn't find it scary at all. I don't... Yeah, it's my number five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, my number four is Drag Me to Hell. All right. Nice. I love that movie. Yep. Yeah, Justin Long's great in it. My yeah, you know what happens, right? But it's still, it's like rewatchable. You can just like yeah. watch it over and over. Yep. Right, right. My number three, 30 Days of Night. Nice. One of my favorite vampire films. Really a great film. Oh, it yeah. really was. It really was a great vampire film. Uh, my number two is The Evil Dead 2013. Okay, all right. And my number one is Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. And then so I have an honorable mention. I have an honorable mention. Don't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did enjoy uh, Don't Breathe, but uh, I liked all those other movies a little better. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. I, uh, yeah, so you guys both had it at number one, and I had it at number two, The Evil Dead Rise. Nice. Yeah. All right. We're moving right along. I was right back along. and forth on it, though. I was back and forth on it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. Now let's move on to our movie review for this month. And the movie review this month is Evil Dead Rise, released Ooh. in 2023. This one has on Rotten Tomatoes an 85% by critics and 80% by viewers. It's a horror, rated R, an hour and 37 minutes long. It was a good time. Yes. Yes, it was. Um, just to kind of, uh, let's see, a little bit, little bit more information about the movie, just a brief summary. Uh, a road-weary Beth plays an, uh, pays an overdue visit to her older sister, Ellie, who's raising three kids on her own in a cramped L.A. apartment. The sister's reunion is cut short by the discovery of a mysterious book deep in the bowels of Ellie's building. Given the rise to flesh-possessing demons and thrusting Beth into a primal battle for survival as she's faced with the most nightmarish version of motherhood imaginable. This <laughs> is rated R for strong, bloody horror, violence, <laughs> and some language and plenty of gore. Yeah. Uh, the yes, genre is horror. It was directed by Lee Cronin, produced by Rob Tappert, of course, who produced all the Evil Dead films, written by Lee Cronin, and was released April 21st, 2023, nationwide. Hour and 37 minutes, Distributed by Warner Brother Pictures and produced by New Line Cinema and Ghost House Pictures. All right, I was surprised that they uh, they were considering like just releasing that for streaming and not putting it in the theater. Yeah, init they... initially it was going to be on HBO Max exclusively. Yeah, which would have been okay by me, but would have been fine. Yeah, uh, considering the fucking movie was eleven dollars, I went to a matinee. It was eleven bucks for a matinee. Eleven bucks. Yeah. Like, the, even for inflation, a matinee was like a dollar when I was in high school. How, how does it get to 11, even considering inflation? That's insane. Yeah, and I was saying to Craig, too, like, it's, it, movie theaters are weird to go to anymore. Like, at least the ones that I've been to over the last, like, six or seven yeah. months, it's like, they're like ghost towns. Yeah. They're like, you know. And you know like, what, was, what was strange, too, we noticed? They don't have the movies listed in the theaters anymore. It's just Auditorium 1, Auditorium 2. And they tell you which auditorium to go to for your movie. 
So you can't like movie hop anymore or know what's playing in other theaters. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, and one of the things is, I think the economy, I think, I think oh, the yeah. economy and I think just capitalism in general, like everyone's wages have, hasn't moved in a decade or more. And you're at the point where like, can I really afford to go to the fucking movies? Like, but right. Sal, they always, movie theaters always fucked you in the ass with popcorn and, and oh. stuff like that. You know what yeah, I mean? That was the thing. Like, always. But I always felt like it was an experience to go to the movie theater, you know? Like, it yeah. felt fun to Well, go, the cool thing know? was, I went on, uh, uh, it was it sat- Saturday, and as a matinee, it was fucking sold out. Really? <laughs> it was, every seat was taken except for the wow. very front section, you know, up against the screen. Nice. I was pretty impressed by the number no, of people No, we only had there. about uh, maybe 15, 20 other people in the theater with us. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, the girl, there was a girl that was sitting two over from me and she got up and fucking puked uh, during the one scene that was really fucking gross. But it, apparently it upset her so much. She was covering her face and so was my daughter. They were covering their faces like the whole movie. And then this girl was like, oh, my God. Bleh. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's funny shit. <laughs> I've never seen anybody barf like that in a theater because you hear about it. Yeah, you hear about it. I've never seen it either. Yeah, this girl couldn't handle it. I heard her bitching at her boyfriend the whole time. Why would you bring me to this movie? I, this, this is too this is gross. And then, bleh, that was it. <laughs> uh, I will say this. Um, I fucking love that movie. It had its flaws. There were a couple things in it that was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. But I really enjoyed it. In fact, I, I took a notepad with me, which I co- sometimes do now that I'm, now that I'm with the, you know, trying to review movies. Um, and I took a couple notes because there were a couple Easter eggs that I caught in the film mm-hmm. or things that I thought were kind of cool. Like um, the way that they said, and I was like, how does that Necronomicon different with the teeth and shit? But then he mentioned there are three books. I'm like, all right, right. all right. right. That kind of, that makes sense now because now you have the original films book. You have uh-huh. the book from the 2013, which was slightly different because it was wrapped in barbed wire. And then you have the third book, teeth. the one with the teeth. With the teeth, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of cool. And I think I, I read a, a thing about, uh, like, if they make a sequel, that there's possibly a fourth book. Nice. Yeah. like nice. So it might be, like, maybe they're working on some sort of, like, you know, connection of the book kind of thing, which would be cool. Yeah. All I know is that with this, it just proves that they could have an Evil Dead universe. You know, they, they could sure have could. quite, yeah, quite sure. a branching storyline for this thing. It's pretty cool yeah you find out there's like four or five of these books and they're uh, in different corners of the world or that would be pretty cool yeah yeah. and there's one guy that can you know some you always have a prequel too right yeah yeah now my daughter came with me and of course she's seen all the evil dead movies on my kids have seen them and the one scene that i also thought was pretty cool and a callback to the original was the elevator scene where the wires Oh yeah, uh, stronger up, strangler. Yeah, it was yeah. a little less rapey than the I other two. I was waiting for one last wire. I was yeah. waiting for one last yeah. wire to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's a, a little less rapey, but the callback was pretty cool. This one was a little better because it snapped her arm like it was fucking yeah. twisted and broke her bone. She and looked that, like a fucked up Pinocchio. Yeah, that was that was pretty wild. But I like how they integrated, you know, the the, well, the wires into the kind of the well, vine scene. I don't know if you noticed too, but on her arm she had tattoos of vines. Oh, oh nice. did she? Like, yeah, like I didn't from, that. from the original tree, you know, That's the tree cool. scene. It had that vines. Is, yeah. She had vines tattooed on her arms. Yeah. And then the other thing I like too is like um, as some of the characters were trying to escape, 
one of the possessed bodies ye- yells out, I'll swallow you their souls. And I'm yeah. like, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> did you notice the great. pizza, bo- the, the, also another egg was the pizza boxes. It was Henrietta's pizza. Yeah, Henrietta's pizza. Yeah. I caught that one. Yeah. I'm like, holy uh, shit, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and one of the other one that I thought was kind of cool, too, is when they all started screaming, um, Dead by dawn, dead by dawn, and all, yeah. all the corpses kind of sat up and dead by dead dawn. By dawn. I'm like, yes, I, I yeah. love that callback. And even because all the people in that theater were there to see that movie, they clapped. People clapped. They're like, yes, yes, dead by dawn, yes. <laughs> yeah, and um, the eyeball scene wasn't that from De- Dude, Evil Dead Two? That's from Evil Dead Two when they stomped on the door and and was yeah. it? It was the dude or Henrietta's eye that yeah. popped out and went into that. Uh, girl's mouth mouth yeah, yeah. this scene yeah. here too was another fucking great one that was great yeah, yeah. that was cool uh and then the other thing too is near the end uh spoiler alert we're going to be oh, discussing yeah. some spoilers here but near the end when they're down in the garage right and and um um what the hell's her name uh beth gets the the chainsaw oh yeah 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 and she goes come get some <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that was fucking yeah. great too. That was like, some pure yeah. ash right there. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, all right, man, that's fucking great. Yeah, that, um, was, that was that was fun. Yeah, it was it was it was a good movie because like at the beginning it starts out the thing that was a little disappointing was like oh this is like a typical fucking horror movie it's starting out all the same and everything but then I like it, how they did that though the, the, that first scene that was kind of cool how they yeah, did that yeah but I like how at the end it was like oh shit that's where the movie ends like that's where yeah. They, so that was even pretty fucking awesome too. But then, just uh, the gore, the amount of gore, uh, the fact that they weren't afraid to do horrible things to fucking children. Yeah. <laughs> because the girl who's like up on the counter, like she started getting possessed once her face was cut, and then you oh, see her yeah. up on the counter. And when Beth comes into the kitchen, and you just hear glass crunching, and she turns around yeah, and she's yeah. eating the glass and going, "There's nasty things in my tummy, and I want to get them out." <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah, like she yeah. yacked up all those maggots or whatever the hell they were. Oh my god, that it was, was fucked that was up. nasty. It looked well, like pudding with like dude. Like that's the part the- where the chick, the two C's down, got up and fucking puked because no. that girl's like puking up these maggots and it was like black and gooey. Oh, it, that was pretty nasty. Yeah, the it girl, was- the girl got up and just puked and then like ran out of the theater. <laughs> yeah, I don't like blood doesn't bother me, but vomit like. And there was a lot of vomit in this one too. Besides yes. just that one, oh, yes, there was yeah. a lot of like white viscous vomit. Oh, that Beth, was fucking yeah, when, gross, when man. Beth, when Beth first got possessed, yeah, she like vomited like a hundred gallons of this. Wow, stuff. it was so gross. Yeah. Oh. And and one scene that made me jump a little bit that really got me as a jump scare was when they had her in the bathtub, and then she like popped up out of the tub oh, yeah. onto and, the. And, like, bent, yeah, I was like, what the fuck. Yeah, that that jump scare got me. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I was. Uh, the acting was really good. I, I thought I, that I, little girl was great. Fantastic, actually. Yeah, she was no, really no, see, good. I liked uh, whoever played uh, Ellie. Beth. I, she just. Oh, the mom. Ellie was they really good insane, too. Yeah, insanely good. Yeah, like, she was. Yeah, like like how about like when she was out in the hall trying to get her daughter to open the door? I mean, that was just like over the top act. I was like, yeah, Dude, this this girl is like awesome. Dude, yeah. and the thing is, that poor woman had no rest in that film. Like, yeah. r- no, right yeah, off the was... beginning, the, uh, when she went down to do the laundry in the elevator, that was the end for her. The rest of the movie was just her possessed, and it was fucked. I like that, too, when she came back, and you just see her silhouette, and it's sort of, like, cocked, and she's walking funny. And I'm like, yeah, and her arm is broken, and then yeah. she starts throwing the eggs into the frying pan. Yeah, I was like, oh, You my know what God. I was surprised it's... by? 
uh, sorry, go ahead. Finish that. Part. Nope, go ahead. Oh, I was surprised that the, um, okay, this is, obviously we're doing spoilers and stuff, so, that the, uh, the, the sister, the, the older sister was the second one to get possessed. Like, I thought she'd be one yeah. of the last ones. You yeah. know, I wasn't, I wasn't, expe- I thought that the kid. Yeah, yeah. I thought the, you know, the, the kid who summoned the demons, I thought he'd be the, the, the next one. Yeah, well, they so got, they got him pretty good. They got him pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did. Dude, that was cool. That was how a really cool scene, too, right? Yeah, like that was a really cool scene. I like how when the records started playing, the speakers were like shaking and stuff, yeah. and like he he couldn't stop it. Yeah, like that that kind of had me on edge. That scene. Oh yeah, you know? the like, sound the sound was really good in that movie too, right? Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, like I was on edge during that part where the where they were talking on the record, which was where Bruce uh, Bruce Campbell's cameo was was on the record. You're right. Yeah. yeah. The funny and, thing and we is, thought that, we thought that, but it was like he, he couldn't. It almost sounded like he did a British accent, right? Well, there was no. There was a scene where there's two different guys talking. Like it's the one, it's the one like priest talking to the other priest. Okay. Yeah. The other priest yeah. that just chimes yeah. in with a, like something. The yeah. thing, the the thing, the thing with it though is like, um, I was wondering, like as I'm watching the film and and all the craziness is unraveling, like the the. Apart, what was the apartment number with the chains on it that had the fire escape and they were trying to get through the chains? Oh, it was like apartment 80 85 or something, or something like that. Or? Yeah, something like that. I want to see. So, as they're doing all this and, and the movie's moving along, I'm thinking to myself, man, how are they going to wrap this up? Like, typically in the Evil Dead movies, they try to undo things, right? Yeah. Whether it's Klatu, uh, Barata, Niktu, or or trying to find the spell where you have to cut off a head and barrier and whatever, yeah. you know, they 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 do all this, and I'm thinking they're trapped in an apartment. How are they going to undo all this? And it turns yeah, out they, they don't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Not not according to this book. There's no way to undo it. And they laugh at you when you burn them. Right, and the all the words and stuff. It was funny because as the book, as their pages are flipping through, I didn't see a lot of like written text in there. No, it's all just pictures. Right, and I'm thinking, well, where's the spell to like undo shit? Because the spell to make it happen was the audio of the priest who who recorded it. Right, and then he's saying, well, I gotta chop them up. I gotta do this and that. And at the end, somehow, you're at first you kind of have the feeling that oh, they put the demon. Well, first of all. <laughs> the fact that all those fucking corpses merged together into some oh, fucking that was crazy. evil. That's some I was like, God damn. Kind of shit. Yeah, I was like, I did not expect that. That was fucking something totally different. And they With showed the you the picture of, of it right before. They showed you the picture of it just to give you a little right. foreshadowing. Right. And I'm like, no. No, this no. is Cause, it. Because they showed them all out there, like, sticking their hands in their mom's guts and stuff like that. I'm right. like, what the hell are those? What are they doing? Yeah. And then they, fucking... they flash through that book and they show you that picture and then they go away. And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then they come out and like merged into this beastly fucking multi corpse body. It was pretty fucked up. But then they grind that thing to shit, and I'm like, oh, yeah. it must be over then. I guess all you got to do is destroy the desecrated bodies. And well, no, because the priest, I don't know if you heard, like he said, there's no way. Right, he, he said, said they'll fight until the very last minuscule piece of, of whatever. Yeah, so maybe that, maybe that girl breathed in some of the, the blood mist. Something. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure. She got possessed. That girl that left that, that yeah, she got yeah. possessed, and that's how the movie started. But yeah, like that's what I was trying to figure out, too. Like, I was like, man, there's no way to stop these at all. Yeah, exactly. So th- my thought is, this is left open because if they make enough money, oh, maybe yeah. they'll make a sequel to it. I, I would think you could. 
I he mean, will. because because you thought everybody. Well, that's why I said the Craig too, though. I said all the all the the um, second level zombies that were still up in the in the hallway, they didn't die. No. Like the guy, the, the guy with a shotgun, and the guy who got his eye ripped out, and the bro, like you know, they're they're all still up there. But the yeah. thing is, how many? I I counted three demons. There was only three demons, right? Yeah, but yeah. I thought when as they were leaving, they, they all, all get they all stood the... up to say "Dead by Dawn, Dead by Dawn, Dead by Dawn." Yeah, so but were then they, they stopped demons, after that, or? right? Because at the end, the merged creatures was just the mom and the two kids. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. What happened to those ones up in the hallway? Did they? Did they just? They weren't like, possessed. Yeah, I think they weren't possessed. I think it was only three demons. I think there were only okay. three demons. At least that's what I got out of it watching it. I, who really knows? I was just excited to be there, and I was excited yeah. to see this movie. Because we've been talking about it for, like, what? How many years? Two years? Dude, yeah. I saw that early screener of it two years ago. Yeah. It's been a while. And Didn't let me love, just say, like, they changed a lot from that screener that I saw. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you that, how, how much different it was. It was significantly better filmed than the screener was. Wow. Was it? Yeah. yeah. But it was fantastic. Loved it. Loved that film. Very much it, enjoyed it. I loved how they, uh, like, found the book too. Like, you knew it was like serious business when you saw all those crosses. Yeah, all the yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, this thing's yeah. nasty. So I'm know? looking at uh, uh, box office mojo, mm-hmm. and box office mojo says the opening weekend was forty two point four million dollars, which already more than surpassed the original movie's theatrical release. Nice. Um, so it looks like opening night, the 21st, 10 million, and then 8, 6, 2, and 2 for Tuesday. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody that really wanted to see that movie went to see it. Absolutely, yeah. This isn't a word-of-mouth movie. Like, people aren't going to go be like, oh, yeah, Evil Dead Rise is really good? I should go see that, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, like I said before, because of the economy, because of people's um, really the the um, their flexible spending income, you know, any income that they can use to spend on entertainment is limited nowadays. They're going to make yeah. a, a different selections for what they're going to go see at the movies, right? True. We're not True fooling story. anybody. Nobody's they're out see to Super spend. Mario Brothers. Right, exactly. They're going to go see a family movie, PG, PG thirteen, or something to that effect, or a big right. blockbuster like you know. What what was it competing against this weekend? I don't Top even know. Gun Maverick. Um, Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers. Yeah. I think that was it. Mario yeah. Brothers was the big one this weekend, yeah. Oh, and that A24 movie came out this week, too, I think, which was a bad, bad timing for them, I think. With the Joaquin Phoenix one? No. Yeah, I thought that came out this weekend. Oh, did it? Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I, so. I want to see that one, too, man. I think it's this weekend, yeah, I, Maybe. Is it? I thought I saw it was coming out was last week. Was it Bo is... Bo is Bo is, Bo is afraid. Is yeah, afraid. That's it. yeah, Bo is afraid. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, is that one out? Hold on, let me see. Um, maybe I misspoke. I think it's his weekend. I think. Hmm. No, that was last weekend. Bo is afraid. Yeah. Was it? Okay. That was last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Limited release, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. So what's coming out? So this week we got, uh, yeah. So I don't know. If, I'm assuming it's still going to be in the theaters this week, no? 
I would hope what, so. What, uh, Evil Dead Rise? Yeah. I think I saw it's going to come to streaming uh, next week. Like it said, like ten days or something like that. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's because HBO Max was like, yeah, I know we promised to put it here first, but we'll we'll do it in ten days. And I'm sure a lot of people who are like, yeah, I'm interested in seeing it, but not at eleven dollars, they'll watch it on HBO Max. Yeah, true. Good point. It's uh, playing at Regal, believe it or not, Chris. Yeah, they were. Was it really? So they were still. Uh, Renfield was, was still afraid. in the theaters this past weekend too. Dungeons yeah, and Dragons. Yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't, there was was not a lot of big hits against it other than Mario, which I'm sure Mario was clawing. Right. Well, no, it did, it did a lot of money. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm glad. And uh, this is definitely one that I would be buying to add to my collection for sure, because it was a very good film. I was thoroughly entertained. I think it was a good addition to the Evil Dead franchise. I kind of like the way it's heading, like a lot of people are saying, well, it's not the same sticky. No, like not. one guy's review said, you know, clearly this was written and directed by somebody that grew up watching evil dead, not somebody that grew up watching the three stooges. And he has a point there, right? Because Sam Raimi, yeah, the, first, the first evil dead was not funny at all. No, no. And the second one got a little more campy and well, a little more did. gory. Yeah, was. Um, but really, I think this is the, the direction that Evil Dead is going, which is the more serious horror film with a little bit of throwback into, you know, Dead yeah. by Dawn, Dead by Dawn, you know, things like that, or the eyeball, thought, the gross I stuff. It. I love the gross stuff. I love the possession stuff. You can see, you can clearly see the connection to the rest of the Evil Dead universe in this film. Yeah. And I For think sure. if For it sure. continues in this direction, I'll be happy with that. As a fan Same. of Evil Dead, as a fan of horror... I'm happy with the direction that this film took and the direction. You know, they, they possessed they have a different look as well, right? Like the first movies, it was all those white eyes. So that's yeah. how they, but they got away from that. And I, I love, like I said, the way they made uh, Ellie look. Yeah, the, her eyes and the way that her face, you could see like the veins and shit. Like yeah. she was beginning yeah. to rot. So it had like that oh, almost yeah. pa rice paper kind of complexion of her skin and you could see veins yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, the the sound the sound design was fucking perfection. Oh yeah, there's times where you heard like just the, the like the bees the flies flying around like yeah. just that's all you heard. I'm like that like or, looking around. I'm like, was there a fly? In that there? or the sound of crunching and crackling bones oh. as they're breaking and stuff. Like that, or even the glass. The glass when you chew it on the glass. glass and swallowing it, and then you see the like glass popping out of her neck as she's swallowing it. That th the sound design was fantastic. The special effects, dude. The amount of practical effects used in there. Yeah, I was yes, impressed. Was. Not a For lot sure. of movies do that many practical effects anymore. There was a bunch of digital, but the the you could see where the where the uh, practical effects were happening, and I was impressed by that. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, um, and the blood elevator scene, fucking fantastic. <laughs> that was fucking that was great. Cool. I I yeah. that one was just fucking awesome. <laughs> that, Speaking of noises, that was the cool noise too when this when they when the cable started breaking on the elevator. Yes, as the they were really the pronounced the blood. Boom, boom. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, it's going down. And you just see the blood is rising, the weight of that. And they flash to the sign that says, you know, the elevator can only yes, hold nine thousand yeah. pounds. Maximum six hundred pounds yeah. or something like that. And then it's like, it's like oh and I'm like, yeah, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I wonder how many the stunt people that were in that, because they filmed that with practical Real blood. Really? The hands coming through the... And the two mouth. bodies that fly across the floor in the blood? Those yeah, were yeah. two fucking stuntmen. <laughs> Could you Man. imagine that scene? <laughs> like, holy fuck. <laughs> uh. Yeah. What a, what, a, 
what a great film. And in fact, to the point where I'm going to say, I give this uh, four and a half out of five stars. I really enjoyed the film. It really, it really warmed my heart as a fan of Evil Dead and really the gore. Like th- to me, the corniness of Evil Dead, like even uh, Army of Darkness is great, but the gore, I love the gore. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I, um, I'm going to give it a, a four. Um, there's a few things that, uh, I, I just hit it a little bit for me. Like, you know, just, just a few minor, like, I think one of my biggest things, and it's, it's not a complaint per se, it's just from the opening scene where, where the cabin was till we actually started getting into some possession and stuff like that was a, was a big chunk of movie. And I, it didn't, it didn't move along quick enough for me. Like, and I, I get it. You, you got to build a little story. I get that. You got to get the characters a little bit. But I, I, I wanted something, you know? I, I think really there was, they're just trying to build, because think about it, you have a movie here with young people in it and children. Yeah, true. And they're going to do some terrible shit to those people. They want to get you at least a little bit connected to who these people are before they fuck them up. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it, it wasn't that big of a deal no, for me. No, no, um, no. You had the, the girl, you had that, that girl in the lake the first time, I mean, that was pretty quick. Yeah, that was. Yeah. yeah. But that was just to give you a taste. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're saying after that, between. Yeah, between that beginning scene and, and okay. when, when yeah. the deadites like yeah. you know start like start yeah. their like terror. when they're showing the mom and sure. the kids are at home and telling the kid to turn. And I get it. I get your building character, yeah. your building story. Um, I just wish a little bit more would have happened. But, but, I mean, was, but think great. about it, because they had to do that, because they had to have, you know, dad is missing, the kids want the yeah. dad back. So then it comes back when the mom is out in the hallway, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, your daddy's, daddy's coming home. <laughs> We're going to be together as a big, happy family. Just open yeah. the door and let us in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's why I'm, I'm going to give it four and a half, because right. of the creepiness factor. Yeah. And I was telling Chris... I'm more of a creepiness guy than I am a gore guy. Like, yeah, you know, and and that like, woman, creepy. that woman, like her acting was fantastic. That was fucking creepy as fuck. All the shit that yeah. she said outside that door was creepy as yeah. fuck. Yeah, and especially when they showed like she, you're looking through the door hole, oh, yeah, and she's like, you see her go over and kill someone. You just see fucking blood squirt past the fucking door. <laughs> I'm like, god damn, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. Good shit. So we'll give it so a. Yeah, uh, Four and, and a half, half for me. Yeah, American Nightmare Podcast, four and a half stars for Evil Dead Rise. If you're a fan of Evil Dead, I hope you already saw it, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. It was good. All right. Yes. 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 Thank you, everyone, again, for uh, joining us here on the American Nightmare Podcast. We really appreciate all of you listeners. Um, please give us some feedback to this episode. Send us an email. Tell us how you feel. Or reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Twitter fucking sucks nowadays. But we do have an Instagram account. I'm going to post the, the poster uh, for this episode out there. Comment. Tell us what you thought about Evil Dead Rise if you went to see it. Or go on to Facebook and tell us what you thought. Uh, I'll post a link to this episode in there. And in the comments, go ahead and tell us what you thought about this episode of the American Nightmare Podcast and what you thought about Evil Dead Rise. Did it live up to your expectations of what you wanted from an Evil Dead film? Let us know. Um, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Um, you can contact us at feedback at the-american-nightmare.com or you can visit us on the web at the-american-nightmare.com 
or check us out on Facebook. We're also on Instagram and Twitter. I'm probably going to shut the Twitter account down because Twitter is a hey, dumpster fire of hell. We should establish a presence on Truth Social then. Actually, I have a mo- <laughs> I've been using Mastodon for personal stuff, so maybe I'll create a Mastodon account for us. Not Truth Social? No, not Truth Social. <laughs> no. I understand that Parler just filed for bankruptcy, so that's the end of them. So that's not an option anymore. But Truth Social, no. <laughs> uh, and thanks again, everyone, for uh, listening. And again, uh, we use Riverside FM. I will post a link to my um, Riverside FM affiliate link if you want to try it out for a year podcast or even for recording whatever you do, whether it's uh, Twitch, any of that fun stuff. Riverside FM um, is the tool we use. Powered by Riverside FM. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. And uh, again, next month. See ya. Peace out.